0: Welcome, Conrad's, to the Said G Podcast Show. I want to thank y'all for joining me today. As you know, I'm always excited to be with you, the audience, which I consider Conrad Nation. As I kick this new episode today, Dad Be Dads in the Hood with my roundtable special guests Waltrice and Tomiko. Tell a friend about the Said G Podcast Show. It's the Sad G Podcast Show. It's the Sad G Podcast Show. So I to be here. Be family, family, with my family, which is you, which is the you, audience, the audience. It's the Said, said G podcast show. Yes, I want to welcome y'all back to the Said G podcast show. And like I said before, we're going to do this episode called Deadbeat Dads in the Hood. And of course, I had my sister call and actually give me that idea. And I suggested that. Why don't you just get on the podcast? Then my cousin chimed in on it. So she said we she was a down with it. And I'm getting a lot of requests to do more roundtables. So we're doing this roundtable style. And tonight I have Waltrice and Tamiko here to con- converse with me about deadbeat dads in the hood. How y'all ladies doing tonight?
1: I'm doing great.
0: How about you, Waltrice? I'm doing
1: good.
0: Can't complain. All right, all right. And as we uh kick on this subject right here, dead beats and the dad, dead beats and the dad, dead beat dads in the hood. Sorry about that. And when I when I mention hood, I simply mean community. And I, since we came up with this topic, since y'all came up with this topic, I want to ask both of y'all. Uh, we'll start with you, Waltreece. Um, Are you a victim of having a deadbeat baby daddy? Yes. And how about you, Tamiko? Yes, I am. I am a
1: victim.
0: <laughs> okay, uh, Waltrice. Um. As we talk about deadbeat dads or deadbeat baby daddies, um, since you are a victim of that, how would you describe the relationship between you and the father before the child even came? We were,
1: um, I would say, great friends. Okay. As long as we were together and she can
0: laugh and laughing and everything was good. Okay. So what about you, Tamiko?
1: Well, for me, actually, um, me and my child, my baby daddy, um, we were friends, Um, our families were friends, we grew up actually for real in the hood together. Um, I knew him, I had known him since I was like three or four years old, so we actually grew up together as a family.
2: Right.
0: Okay okay and um when you look at the community in in my opinion in the african-american community we are bad on relationships and um i want to ask you what do you think about relationships in the african-american community what what do you think about that i think that in our community
1: there is a disconnect okay one another
0: i can agree even
1: though we are in the same neighborhood we're up the same way we're experiencing the same thing but there is a disconnect because we are not um like other ethnicities like white and asian, asian hispanic they're more i would say um What's the um, word? they more have more together and more unity. Okay. But black, but in the black community, I see as though we are always um, in competition with each other instead of having, like they said, the black men But I'm black and I'm proud.
2: Right.
1: Yeah, you're black and you're proud. But if you see your neighbor or your friend or even in your own family or someone make a come up or something, it's, it's jealousy. You know like oh they made it off the hood we get hated on okay. you know it's just different things i just wish that
0: we had uh more self-love for ourselves and we wouldn't be in so much of competition with each other okay what about you tamiko what do you think about relationships in the african-american community i think it's bad but what are your thoughts
1: um i totally agree with um what Tree said um it's it's a it's a big difference it's it's a big gap between the black um race hispanic race other um nationalities um black people we live we 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 base our relationships on the way that we live and i i I think also we base our relationships on
2: the way we grow up you know
1: what i'm
2: saying
0: right Okay, dig that Okay, I can totally agree with y'all um, We have a communication Problems between the man And the woman, in my opinion And a lot of it can, can be Contributed to through Slavery, uh, the way you are Brought up, it's, it's a lot of things We can add to that, I mean we have to do Another show on that particular one That's a whole nother podcast right there So I totally agree with y'all And um, I want to ask y'all when it comes to y'all deadbeat baby daddies, do you do y'all think that he's embarrassed uh, that he's didn't show his, his manhood, or he couldn't afford it, or? Let's start with you, Moosey. Do you think it was any level of embarrassment with your deadbeat baby daddy? Well, for me, I call
1: him out
2: and put him on the spot. <laughs> he, he, so he, I he heard. Yeah.
1: Anywhere we are, it don't matter what. So if I see you out here flexing and living your best life with me and my daughter, we we ain't never really struggled because always as a woman made it happen for man. She right. and y'all know that as my family. She missed out. She missed the beat. She right. got love all over the place. She got love shining that raining all over her. So right. she ain't missed nothing. But I mean, to me, from, from from a. From, from a child's expect of meeting their parent their mother their father yeah she missed some things she missed the love of her father they, I, that's, I mean, that might be a love that I can't give her you wow. know what I'm saying okay okay
0: saying. okay Watch okay. your you I agree with everything
2: Muncha
1: said when um it's like when I like when my daughter, my first child, like when she was younger, right. her and her dad had a, a wonderful relationship but exactly. as she got older mm-hmm. and when me and him no longer were friends on was we talking, it was like, Okay, I'm not talking to you so I'm not talking to the child either. Right. But as a as a parent, I never said, you know, anything bad about her father to her. I I would say, Okay, you will see, you know, when she got older right. that's when she realized you know, I I wasn't gonna say anything bad, but like with um, and then with my son, it's like it is what it is. They they can see like if I say ask your dad, and it's like it's it's like it's a joke to them. It's like no, really? I'm serious, ask your dad. But they're like, oh, okay, like they're not even gonna attempt to call to ask that. They'd rather come to mom. And if I say okay, call your dad, and it's like. They brother
0: not I even call because they already know the disappointment is going to be here. And they don't want to be disappointed. Um, mm-hmm. kind of avoid it a little bit. But yeah. they kind of just, I don't know. All right. It's interesting. It's interesting. Which brings up another point. And uh, I want to swing it back to you, Moosey, again. Uh, do you think... Uh, the strain between because people always try to even when i did their relationships in the hood relationship and that, those episodes really pointed towards the women so right now we're pointing towards the men do you think that uh because like i said people always want to blame that women use the child against the other person but men does that too do you think that that could be a little bit of the case moosey tomiko
1: in my case um no i never i've never turned my daughter against him right. like while well, priesthood
0: you turned yourself against me. that's you what i mean i mean i'm speaking from the male's perspective from his perspective we not together so i'm not going to deal with you no more you know you know, you know what i'm saying i mean like you long know,
1: as, as long as we kissed, as right. long as he was around or whatever he was, on, he was the best father ever he right. did everything he but once that bond with us and we don't kick it from time to time then you just cut my baby off totally you know what I'm saying you just said you don't want bothered but you like uh, also as what she said you have to let the children stand out for themselves okay. and, and it comes to a point when they just say I'm not going to call him because he going to say no I ain't going to call him because he's going to show up anyway and, and for, for them to uh, avoid that like you said that um, that letdown from them they
0: avoid the situation to say I ain't even calling them because I know what he gonna say mm, that's interesting that's something Uh, uh, something I, that's kind of hard Uh, but right now we're, we're gonna come right back I got Tamiko and Watrice we're doing a round table as we discuss deadbeat dads in the hood I'll be right back conrad's you can support this program by clicking the merchandise link and purchasing a said g podcast show t-shirt or you can make a donation as little as 99 cent your support is very important and all proceeds will go towards the betterment of this program appreciate you conrad's one love back to the said g podcast show and i would like to request everyone please subscribe to this podcast or push the favorite button and share it with a friend share it with a friend these are some hot topics that we're discussing tonight we're discussing deadbeat dads in the hood and of course i have special guest roundtable waltrice and tomiko uh let's swing it back to you waltrice um you were actually married and still is right now but you've been through a marriage a marriage before do you consider that marriage even though you were married do you still consider him a deadbeat dad um, out, of the, out of my kid's father I don't talk to none of
1: them besides my
2: ex-husband Okay, so
1: we still are in communication okay. so as far as um deadbeat, I wouldn't consider him a deadbeat, but I will say that he has not been 100% um, honing down the fort as a father as far as financially okay. to our own child that we have and right. that's part of um, that i seen when I was married to him and when I was dating him and the certain things that you think of in hindsight when you with a person and you know they have kids Right. And if that person is not being very involved in your kid when you're dating them.
2: Okay.
1: But then you marry them and then you have a child by them, but you expect them to be different with you because you were in a relationship with them and you were married to that person, but it's not so so I saw that pattern when you and the there and doing what you're supposed to do. For your other kids, and then I have one. By and I should should have known that in the back of my head, but I wasn't thinking it. But he's been there, but not consistent. And right. so, with that being said, um, I don't know. Is that there be as far as financially, but right. they're still they still have a relationship. Like he can still call it dad. Okay. But like my other son, he, you know dad is like non-existent. So I don't even talk to my daughter's father and my youngest my other son's father I don't even
0: have a relationship with them period but I still talk to my ex yeah which is totally shocking because I know uh one of the things that Kyra don't know that I spent a lot of time around her when she was a baby so I saw the relationship I would even stop by over their house just to check on Kyra you know I often did that so they she was consistently over there when she was like a baby uh, but right now i want to uh, give out some stats right now and i found i googled this information you guys uh, everybody can go and check this information out any of the information i give out you guys can go look it up and search it yourself and it says that 70 percent of the children in the black community are born out of wedlock and it said that more black fathers are more most likely to be the head of the household head of household more than whites and hispanics and it said 57.6 of black children don't have a father versus 31.2 percent with the hispanic community and 20.7 percent when it comes to whites and i i was talking to like i said i did the round table with the uh, relationship in the hood and i want to um tell everybody you can you all can go back and check out those episodes i've been a great response from those episodes and i'm getting a uh, request to do a round table between the man and the women at the same time and one of the questions i asked them was what is their definition of a, a definition of a hood rat and then i was talking to somebody else i said well men call women hood rats when they Just hood rats or whatever. What do the women call the men? And somebody told me "bum." So I want to ask you, Tomiko, what is your definition of a bum? My
1: definition of a bum would be a guy, a a, a person that don't want to do nothing for themselves, don't have nothing going on for themselves, just out here simply just to live no type of mindset to move further or um, um, to make their life better um, living like a bum.
2: Okay.
1: Wherever, whatever they doing out here, they just doing it with nothing, no goal.
0: Okay. Okay. What about you, Watcheries.
1: Um, I would say a bum to me is someone that just doesn't have any desire to do anything besides being and ask other people to do stuff for them, as far as either giving them money, right. um, bumming a bumming a ride off somebody, <laughs> uh, trying to get something to eat off somebody. <laughs> like I'm not talking, I'm not talking about the homeless people right, exactly. out there, and yeah. they, they really need it. I'm talking about the people that have the ability to get out and go to work, but refuse to go to work, or even if they do go to work, they still find a way to spend all the money that they make. Right. And spending, you know, okay, I get paid on this Friday. I need money to last week so I get paid again. They're going to spend all their money, so right. they're going to come to you and ask you for
0: money. Right. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's a definition of a bum. Uh, I want to add on to that. Guys that try to live off of women in terms of living with them and using all the benefits to their advantage where the, the, the children are disadvantaged. You getting treated like a king where the kids getting treated like stepkids, you know what I'm saying? And you sitting back, I don't have no respect for no man that does that to see the, the, the child of that mother that he's dating or whatever and seeing that child is lacking and you sitting there with your hands out. No, I don't respect that. No, I just don't. And uh, I want to remind everybody Listen to the SG podcast show I have special guests Watrice and Tamiko They're joining me on the round table tonight And it's getting kind of interesting I, I want to ask both of y'all uh, When it comes to y'all deadbeat baby daddies uh, Let's let's go back to you Watrice What type of guys what, what type of life they were leading In your opinion Were they drug dealers Were they working Or what type of life? What type of guy is he? These guys. Well, <laughs> so they're they're
1: working. They're, they're working. But so you have the needs. My thing is this: whether you are got a side hustle, you got you working, whatever you doing. If you have a child and you're not taking care of your child, when you sit down at the table and eat dinner or breakfast or whatever right? and if you don't think, I no want this my child ate today, if you ain't called and checked on your child in 5 years 10 years and if you living in the same city, the same state right. as your child mm-hmm. and it's a man if you have a son mm-hmm. and you know your son need a haircut and you go to the barbershop every week and you don't come your, see if your, your son need a haircut,
2: right.
1: you're dead be dead, so my thing is, I don't care how they getting their income Mm -hmm. make sure your child eats because just because like I had one of my fathers tell me before well you got a good job so I know she she ain't good hands or he ain't good no how about uh, we needed some help over here
0: okay Okay. what about you Tamiko
1: well I must say um, growing up like I told you guys um, earlier when we started um, I've known my his father like practically all my life. Right. Um um, where we from we from um Mac and Bewick. Exactly. Um yes, he was he was in the streets, he was a hustler. Okay. Um um he wasn't a like bum bag type guy where he was you know asking for things or he ever needed me? knowing it was that type of thing going on because right. he had it. Okay. Um, later on in his life, he did um, seek a job. He had been working on this job for like ooh, eighteen to nineteen years, so okay. you know he got it together as he got older. Okay. Um. So you know he, he did pay um house support my daughter's whole whole life. She's 21 okay. so 22 now okay. so he started paying child support from the time she was six months okay. until she graduated from high school
2: okay.
1: and then it went i mean he paid the child support but he wouldn't actively involved he paid the child support because he had to and the and, and, the, and the government made him do that okay. not because he wanted to i'm sure if that wasn't something that he was made to do oh it would have been big issues
2: with that
0: okay okay we live right here on the Say G podcast show. We're going to come right back with my special guests, Waltrice and Tamiko. I want to take this time right now to send a shout out to all my listeners out there. Shout out to France, Algeria. And everybody in the United States of America, don't forget, you all can follow me at Twitter at Mister Nine One One, that's M I S T A Nine One One, Instagram at Said G Podcast, Facebook at Said G Pod, or go to my YouTube channel and subscribe there at The Chronicles. I want to thank you all for listening to my show. Thank you, comrades. One love. Welcome back to the Said G Podcast Show. I have special guest roundtable, Watrice and Tomiko. I want to remind everyone you can follow me on Twitter at Mr911, or you can follow me on Instagram at Said G Pod. And we got this subject going on. It's a serious subject, and as I go through this series of episodes, I'm really Addressing all the issues that's happening in our community um, The stuff that holds us back And the ultimate goal is we want a better community And I really started getting on this thing When my nephew passed away You know, I've been away from that area for so long I just didn't know what was going on and That's And it's a major problem in all major cities Everywhere you go where African Americans at We just had so many problems So I'm doing my part to contribute to a better community. Uh, Waltree said, let's start with you with this one, Tomiko. And I I wanna say this too. I had to explain this to my daughter like a million times. And of course she was young and she grew up and she started understanding more. Like I wasn't the the best dad to her because the life choices I made, it made a strain on me being a father. But as far as being there for her, far as financially um breaking my back trying to get to her and all those type of things she appreciate that stuff she's been in my corner she's been holding me down forever even though i haven't been the best father and then you know a lot of guys end up in prison or something like that um i know many guys that try to be engaged with the the woman uh, when it, as it relates to their children or whatever but we just need more guys and i want to ask you tomiko What do you think about guys holding their homeboys accountable when it comes to their children?
2: Um,
0: What do you think about homeboys, what guys um, holding their homeboys accountable when it comes to their children?
1: Okay, so if you're speaking, um, like, okay, so my daughter's father and my one of my first cousins right. were they were they were best friends. Okay. And um my, my cousin actually he hated the fact that I had I was pregnant by his best friend. Okay. Um he did hold him accountable. He you know when I, I when I was sad and feeling down and he knew like I was going through a struggle a little struggle time, not really right. financially but with the fact that you do not care for my daughter. Right. I would cry about that. Like, so, and he would know. Yeah, he would go to him and he'd see him like, hey, you know, why you doing my cousin like that? Hey, she got this going on. Why wasn't you there? Or oh, it's her birthday. You weren't here. Why wouldn't you be here the whole you got, You got a beautiful daughter. Why you, what, what's the problem? Oh, yeah. Um, Why you didn't do this, that and the other? Right. Um, You got some guys that will step to other guys. You got some guys that just step back and don't want to be a part of it. Okay. But I feel like it's family and we know each other and been a part of each other's life you should be able to step to that person and and, and say hey that's my niece and my nephew hey you what's going on
0: right okay 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 what about you wateries
1: in a perfect world that would be a great thing but most guys that i know is not going to say anything to the other guys right but not taking care of their child because okay. they're not doing it themselves.
0: Okay, okay, great point. That's a great point. Good point. Yep,
1: yeah, that's true, Audrey.
0: That's a good point. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And I, that's. Hey man, let's, let's take the kids, let's go get our kids today and take
1: them to the zoo. Right. Oh, oh, really? Um. Mm-hmm. No, I, I can't, I don't see that happening. Okay, okay. Well, let's, let's go get our kids some shoes, or let's go, or oh, have you, would you get your kids? Because
2: what
1: you get, I, I, I don't see that happening. I don't know.
2: Okay. Okay.
1: And that is, that, is a, that is a great thing right there because it may inspire that person. They may be inspirational for each other. You know right, what I'm saying? That exactly. That may build their character up at the end to know where well, Hey, my
0: homeboy wants to um be involved. We are gonna do this with our kids. It
1: may be a great thing. Exactly. But a lot of them I think they think they're doing a great job because they're paying child support. And oh man, I'm, I'm paying my child support. Like say say um like I have friends okay. that have kids they okay. have deadbeat dance dead also okay. and the one friend I have like her child father paid child support right. he will not give her one cent more like mm. you pay child support he's not giving her a, a dollar more out of pocket and they will throw that up in your face mm-hmm. I pay child support with that money that money don't mean your, your child be fine that's as a father in their life, they need their father to come to their football, baseball game, to so their right. cheer practice, box them, up, to move them on home. They need to be ready to hug them and love and tell them they love them, kiss them, and you know what I'm saying? Just be there. Just right. be there emotionally, mentally, financially. That ain't nothing.
2: Right, right.
1: Exactly. They, 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 every step. Yeah if y'all know as I'm as me and family
2: how our father
1: was like your grandfather my grandfather
2: and my father is totally different hmm okay. I don't know how to tell my daughter
0: that I know how I feel for your daddy not to be in your life I don't know how that feels right right okay well you know I grew up uh well me and my siblings we didn't have no father figures uh growing up I didn't find out till later on um when i was a teenager that my father had actually passed away uh so i i went my entire life not knowing anything about that side i never knew him and i don't know the grandmas i don't know none of that stuff so it definitely affected me um but uh when, when people see me with my sons i'm with my son all the time and it do inspire some guys cause i've had guys come up to me and say man you know what I don't hang out with my kid like that so sitting here watching you i'm about to go get my kid and they literally went over there and got their kid you know and when it comes to finances i i i i learned from my dealing with my daughter as it relates to dealing with my son so when it comes to finances i give her whatever she asks for you know if she say this i i break my back to try to go get it if i don't have it at that particular time I say, why well, I have it next Wednesday and best believe when next Wednesday come around, I got that money, you know, but it's the time that you spend with these kids as well as finances. And I want to ask you, let's go back to you, Waltrice. uh because I felt this about I got two baby mamas, which is not a great thing. I don't want to promote all these different baby mamas and baby daddies and stuff. We, we all wish we wasn't in that boat. Um, but it's been times where I absolutely hated them like really Watrice, have you ever felt like that towards the dead beat dad like I hate you I, I'm telling you from personal experience I literally hated them have you ever felt like yeah, that I, yes,
1: even though I am a Christian woman right? I, <laughs> <laughs> and I, just, I did go through a phase that right. I did that probably didn't come out of my mouth and like (laughs) one of my father, I didn't I haven't I really didn't speak to them in like decades like I mean a very 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 long time because one incident happened and when he first had to pay child support right first got a job he called me to check me about having to pay child support yeah and like, why did you put me on child support? And I'm like, I didn't put you on child support. And I said, you don't do anything else. At least you can do it pay child support. And my right. thing is, be child support to, for your child, and but not spending time with them and not doing anything for them. Right. It's like playing paying on a layaway, but you're never going to get it out the layaway. Those, right. I got something over there, real nice in the weight I'm just gonna keep paying on the weight but I'm never gonna go get it out if I can enjoy it. Right. So you need to pay child support and also to spend time with your child. Right. So one of the conditions of child support, I think they should make them need
0: to spend time with your child also. You don't just have to pay child support. So that's just crazy. Okay. What about you, Tomiko? You ever get in that mode like I just hate you? You know, I I wish I had a different baby dad. I wish I could trade you in. You just you irks me you know I, i'm telling you from experience i've been like that so what about you tamiko I,
1: I was a point in my life and i can truly say that i'm just getting to a point like over these last few years i can say okay. um that i'm just getting over it mm-hmm. and talking about hate wasn't the word oh, okay um, I, past him like I, to the point that I wish he was dead like I wish I never touched you I never would. I, I didn't want to ever say that I wish I never birthed my baby right. because I love my with everything exactly
0: yeah me. for sure
1: but um like what she said I had to learn and the God in me let me know that I can't go around hating you and I can't hold this to you I have to forgive you and I had right. to let it go mm-hmm. um to live my life and move forward and not be angry and think about it and just bust out crying and think about how my baby feels. so i had to pray about it and ask god to please relieve that stress and please just take that thing from, off, from from haloing over my head you know what i'm saying i want to be relieved she's grown now she's doing her own thing she's living her own life it's right. over it's done it's this what it is okay
2: okay okay
0: uh that's that's uh a very respectable uh i really feel you on that and this dude al watrice yes which uh i'm very surprised that somebody like that because i knew him when he was a younger guy he was always like a little guy to me and he was somebody i could definitely check you know and if i knew if i would have been around him i would have definitely been dog checking him especially about Kyra, you know, I was there when she was born, you know what I'm saying? So I'm still here. Uh, right, yeah. But um I would like for all my comrades out there to go subscribe to the Said G podcast show. Just go to your favorite platform, search for Said G podcast, and subscribe. Thanks, Conrads. My love. Yes, we're back right here on the CG Podcast Show. We got an awesome episode going on, attacking all these issues we got in our community. And a major issue in our community is deadbeat dads. And just the overall relationships in our community its just so terrible you know some people get married and able to have a good life some people are able to get in a relationship and it lasts forever but in a general senses we are terrible when it comes to relationship and i can say as of today that i have a great relationship with both of my children's parent mothers uh, I, had, My son's mother, I haven't I had an argument with her in years, you know, and uh, my daughter's mother is great now, so I have no problems. People are even surprised that I'm not on child support for my son. I'm like, why would I be on child support? I, I comply to everything. He's not wanting for nothing. The relationship is great. Uh, but I want to ask you, it's swing to um, you, trees. What do your children think about their dad? The deadbeat ones or the ones that wasn't there consistently?
1: Um. Well, for Walter, he is at this point, like him is dead, has been off and on, off and on. But now he's in his, disappear- we call him his disappearing moments. So he's, he's a musician, he disappears. Right. So he's disappeared right now. So Walter said... He doesn't like him, he don't want to talk to him, he don't care if you see him no more. So that's that, come in and out the kid's life, it's a very disappointing for the kid. The kid's getting upset, now he's he upset, he's like, you know what, he doesn't even exist no more. I don't even want to see him, I don't care, because when he see him, if he call him, he'll say, I'm, I'm going to call you back. And then he don't call him back and stuff like that. So now he just likes to get him. I and mean, basically, I'm the same way. Like I don't call him, he don't call me. So my thing is, if you act as though my child don't exist, I'm gonna act as though you don't exist. And when I seen him one one time, I seen him, and he seen me looking. He thought I was about to speak. I looked right at him, and I kept on. You want to act like my our child doesn't exist? You don't exist.
2: Okay. So if
1: you don't do for my if you don't do for my kids, then you you can't even get a hello or a goodbye from me.
0: Okay. Okay. What about you, Tomiko? How does Ariel think? what she think about her dad?
1: Well, I'm gonna say this: Ariel has not physically actually been with the last time she was actually with her dad was when she was in fifth
2: grade.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, he was um a game that she had because she was a um a flat girl mm-hmm. at King High School. Okay. okay that season was, that was in she was in 10th grade right now she is taking pre in college to be a, a, a registered nurse okay. so that's how long she's actually like physically been with him um she she's we, we she has ran across him He told me she's seen him at the gas station or whatever mm-hmm. he, they looked at each other she got his her car. he got in his car and um he didn't say anything to her mm-hmm. um Ariel is feeling some type of way. To me, I feel like my child have a brick wall built up between her. You know okay. what I'm saying? She's she like she's not emotional. Okay. So she don't show anything. she hold it in. She's not letting it out. Which one day she will. I don't know one day, okay. but one day she's gonna let it all out. Okay. Um I just she just recently told me, um uh, my um, uh, guess who sent me a request on Facebook? Mm. I was like, who? that was the last person I thought about. He's like Frank, I said, "Oh wow!" My response to that was, "Did you accept it?" he said, "What well, I'm What I got to say is over now. Really? So that's the way you feel. I didn't say to her 'I'm telling time to let it go. You got to let it go, and you have to forgive him, and you have to move on.' You know, she's saying that it don't bother her, and she don't feel no type of way about it, but you have to because you feel mad. You mad, mm-hmm. right?" Right. I said maybe, maybe you should accept it or maybe you should build up a relationship with him now to see maybe maybe he didn't know how to be a father maybe he didn't know
0: what to do right. he let things come in between that relationship, maybe he can make it better now because he said no he's Right. that was her. Right, right 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 and, um, I had to piggyback on Trees too, and this is one of the things I was, I was talking to people about and a lot of our young folks Go through that when you're going through these emotional roller coasters, this in and out thing, you know, that do affects the kid. I don't know why people think that don't. They do. They may not let it out and tell you about it uh, to the parent or whatever. More than likely, not not from an Ariel standpoint. More with they may do it too. The female, the young females are male, they'll tell their friends or something like that. They may not tell the parent how they actually feeling.
2: Yeah.
1: Right, absolutely right, because there's been times when I talk to her about it because I'm feeling, uh, me, I'm emotional, so I'm to a best deal you know what I'm saying? Right. So I'm like, Ariel, you talk about it, let's talk about it, how you feel about it. every now and again, I'll say, how do you feel about it, how you feel about,
2: you feel about that, because she
0: would not want to discuss it, she don't want to talk about it, she don't want no part of it. Okay, 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 yeah, for sure, um, you listen to the said G podcast show at Roundtable Guests, trees and Tamiko. And we're discussing deadbeat dads in the hood, which is a serious issue in our community. Uh, relationships between the child and the father is so broken up. It's pathetic. But I do want to send a shout out and a salute to the guys that actually does things for their children in terms of spending time with them. Financially and everything across the border, not across the board. Knowledge, teaching them from right and wrong, you know. And I spent a lot of my life. Why I had to figure things out on my own, you know. And I, I, saying to this day, I raised myself, you know. Everything I learned, I learned on my own, you know. As soon as I found out that my father was dead i dropped out of school the very next day i I didn't go back for the next three years so um but i did pull myself together and i want to ask you guys um what can men do to be better fathers and better men in the community let's start with you tomiko i feel like they can they, they can build
1: men can build better relationships with their children by bonding with them. Mm-hmm. You have to bond with your child. That is not process that. Like, um, being a good father is not something that happens overnight. Right. I do understand that. Um, You have to bond with your children. You have to show them love. You have to show them compassion. You have to be there when they need you the most. Um, this is the most, most, most critical parts of their life. You know, Um. Um, they should be able to call on you just as well as my daughter can call on me, and I'm here. Whatever, rain, fleet, snow, whatever, she
0: should be able to call on her dad the same type of way, and he'd be right there. Okay, okay. We're gonna take a small little break right now, and then we're gonna come right back, and I'm gonna ask Walt the same question. It's the G Podcast Show. Welcome back to the Said G podcast show. And as I ended that last segment, I asked Tomiko, what can guys do to be better fathers and better men in the community? So I'm going to swing that question to Watrice. Watrice, uh, what's your opinion on that? Um, I think that everyone
1: needs a mentor. So even men need to have a mentor or have a Person today a fine, like a father figure, whether it be a pastor, um, somebody at the barbershop, somebody at the store, a teacher, a coach, just someone that can always encourage them. And as far as becoming a better father, I think that either the mothers of the, the kids, we need to hold these fathers more like we don't need to let up on them we need to put pressure on them okay. to be in their kids life right. Cause at a point sometimes we just give up like you know what it's not even worth it but if I could go back I wish I would have put that pressure on them and like I, I, I've known friends that, that they took their kids and dropped them off on the porch like
2: mm-hmm. here you go you know, but
1: yeah, I just think they need some mentoring. They need some God in their life They need to pray more and some spiritual guidance. That's what's needed in the community because for, when they took God out of schools, it's like and we couldn't with these kids no more. It's like everybody's just doing their own thing, and people with social media is raising the kids, and all, everybody want to look like they're doing such a good job. All the fathers going to act like they. Being a good father because they taking pictures with their kids and they keep sending the same picture, keep sending the same picture on social media. Now your kids 13 your kid was three on that picture. you see your kid in ten years.
2: Okay.
1: So they just need to be uh more aware of how their child, how they're making their child feel. Like a lot of fathers grew up without their fathers, so it's like no big. But the ones that had their fathers in their life, mm-hmm. they should want to be in their kids'
2: life
0: okay okay all right great answer um for me personally i don't hang out with guys like that i don't think i ever did and i just talked to one of my childhood friends i probably talked them once in the past 20 years uh but a bulk of our conversation was about our children we texting each other our children's I found out I got another goddaughter, you know, he's like, oh, you picture your goddaughter. I said, I forgot she was my goddaughter, dude. You know, <laughs> I, haven't seen, wow. <laughs> I haven't seen this child since she was a baby. And it, it was all love and a bulk of our conversation was actually about our children. You know, like I said, we send each other pictures. So I don't necessarily hang out with guys. If I'm kicking with my kid, I'm going to hold you accountable too. that if you call yourself my brother. Um, now this one last question. want to ask you guys you guys did an awesome job with this and we'll come back and do another round table uh soon um when i did that uh relationships in the hood part two with the guys and i asked them some questions and from a male's perspective they look at it as the woman is giving the guy a hard time trying I, i i'm a witness to this i know for a fact this is a fact if something was going on with my daughter my daughter's mother skipped clean over me she'll call my mother instead anything about relevant to being a father it just wasn't in the play. i had to fight for that i literally do no so it's hard being a father but from y'all's perspective the guys seem to think that y'all not allowing the child in the house with the kid or y'all not allowing and a lot of times it's the guys who's doing this stuff but what do you think about something like that as we wrap this up? Let's start with you, Tomiko.
1: Um, I don't think that's someone I mean, for me, um, that's not true. Um, I, I, I've always allowed him to be a father. I wanted him to be a father. Right. You know what I'm saying? That, that was one of the things I wanted so much in this world. And you, he chose not to. He okay. chose to live his life the way that he lived his life. Right. He chose to move on and do whatever else he wanted to do. This was a decision that he made, not me, not Ariel. No, there's nothing in this world that I I feel like that I could have done to you that made you not want to be a part of your daughter's life. Right. You know what I'm saying? As a, as a as a as a grown man and as a father, you like you said, you're supposed to fight. For that yeah. being a father right. for your daughter, you supposed to push me out of the way, mm-hmm. not physically, but you push right. me, move me out of the way, and say, I, I, "This my child. I'm going to be part of my part, my child life no matter what." Right. Okay.
0: What about you, Aunt Um. Well, I can't. I will say that it is true, and for some for some people, because I have friends that
1: have had kids with guys, and for some reason they like, nope, my child cannot go with him. I don't know what he's doing, and I don't, 'cause he with that girl, mm-hmm. and no, my kid can't go with him with that girl, that new girl, and I don't want my daughter calling her mommy. So I know females that have kept their child from being with their father, okay. and I've known for a fact that some men just decide that they don't want to deal with the mother, right. they don't want to deal with the
2: child.
1: Okay. So it's both ways. I've seen it happen both ways. know both ways. I agree. think it goes both ways.
0: Yeah, at the end of the day, it does go both ways. I want to thank you a lot. Li- I want to thank you ladies for joining me tonight. This is an awesome episode. Um, and it's, it's it's something that we all have to work on. We, I believe that everybody have to have a ministry towards the black cause. We, we just need it, you know. We have to work on our relationships with these mothers and these fathers. It's something... to the said g podcast show and that was round table special guests waltrice and Tamiko. they kept it real on there and as i'm doing this relationships in the hood series you know people are coming off brutally honest the baby daddies they may get mad but real is real what's real is real you're not doing your job you think i'm supposed to sit here and condone what you're doing as terrible as our community is and I'm sure you're one of the people that will complain about the community. People have a problem with looking at their own selves in the mirror. Don't you scared the mirror is going to crack when you look at it? We have to deal with reality at some point in our life and some people just choose to deal with reality the hard way. These children go through a lot of emotional roller coasters when dealing with certain issues in their life. And they feel like nobody can understand them, you know, so they may keep quiet about it. You know, it's different type of situations, but this is something I cannot condone at all. I don't hang around people that has that type of mentality towards their child or the child's mother. I understand it's, it's hard dealing with the mother sometimes and it's hard dealing with the father sometimes. We have to find better ways of communicating and getting on the same page for the sake of the child. There's no excuse for that. You, know, you can make up all kind of excuses talking about the mother all you want to. That stuff, you know, I really don't feed off into that. When guys be talking about the problems they have with the actual mother, And it gets to a point where you can actually communicate with the child without the mother. The child gets, nowadays we're dealing with a lot of technology. So these kids be having cell phones at eight and nine years old, 10 years old, they have a cell phone. So when this this kid get 13 or 14, you can no longer blame the mother. You just can't do it because you have uh, ample enough time to build a relationship with the child. You can call the child on your own. It's not all about finances. You feel like you're paying child support and, and that's just it. No, you know, the, a lot of these young folks, they need moral support. And they rather get it from their parents first, whether it's the mother or the father. And I think that women are forced to be these strong women because of the lack of your strength. The women are the nurturers. The men are supposed to be the provider or the protector but the women is forced into so many roles in the communities I mean, you can roll out a whole list of stuff on the jobs that women have to do as a parent watrice and tomiko they are very beautiful women they are career oriented women they take care of their business their children uh, Watrice may have a son that's, you know, he's a knucklehead right now. But this guy is emotional. His emotions has been toyed with from his father. So yes, he's an angry child. But you can never tell because he, he's not going to express that all the time. He's not going to show it all the time. But on the inside, he's hurting. You have to pray for somebody uh, that's going through that. You know, he's young and confused and. This anger is going to lash out. More than likely, it's going to be towards the mother. It is what it is. I'm just speaking, uh, talking facts. And Watrice is a great mother. Tamiko is a great mother. They have beautiful children. You just know, get that one together, we'll be all good. So it's, it's a fight. But the father can help with those problems. You guys coming off like, if I can't have you, I'm not going to deal, deal with the child. You're wrong for that. I do not condone that. I do not condone men not dealing with their children. Thank y'all for joining me today. That's just my little commentary to this episode. Dead beats in the day. Dead beats in the hood. Sorry about that. And I want to thank Waltrice and Tomiko.